Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking to make more money, gain your time back, and rapidly grow your visibility so that you can impact way more people with your brilliance, you're in the right place. This podcast is your one-stop shop for turning your online business dreams into a reality. My main goal is to give women entrepreneurs just like you the marketing strategies, guidance, and expert insights you need to hit that million-dollar milestone and beyond. Whether you're a coach, a consultant, or an online brand that wants to make a big impact, Roadmap to One Million gives you the actionable strategies and inspiration you need so that you can implement right away, no fluff, no fuss. So CEO, are you ready to buckle up and accelerate your growth? Be sure to follow the show and let's dive in. Get ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million. Oh my gosh, I am super excited to chat today, y'all. We are doing, this is our first time, this is my first time I'll say, this is my first time doing an in-person podcast, and if y'all would have watched us trying to get this tech set up. Same. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed because I tell people I can help you with tech, and I'm out here struggling. Right, you're out here struggling in this podcast room, y'all, but we have gotten it together, and I'm super excited because we are going to be chatting about websites we're going to be talking about um y'all know that if y'all if you listen to my podcast roadmap to one million we've been talking all about funnels um this last few weeks and so this is really a great conversation i think to round out that discussion of how important it is to make sure that your web presence the way that you're showing up online um is just on point you want to make sure that where you're sending your ad traffic to has some place that is actually going to work for you so I'm going to go ahead and let Lindsay introduce herself, and then I'll introduce myself, and then we'll just get this thing going, y'all. All right, all right. Thank you, Stacey. I'm excited about this talk. My name is Lindsay Tremell jones and I'm the owner of Fiercified Creative and Consulting, and we focus on creating websites that are bold, badass, but we definitely look at the metrics to make sure you are getting people to the site, and they're making a sale. I'm excited about this episode because people try to think about marketing and websites as two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they definitely are not. If you've been listening to my podcast more than the brand, you know that this season we are all talking. We are talking about big girl business and yes. hiring oh, big girl people. business. Yeah, oh, big girl business. Getting the help you need <laughs> and talking about getting visible. So uh, this. This is it. Yeah, I'm excited. This is it, y'all. Well, y'all, my name is Stacy. If you are new to me, hello, hello. My name is Stacy Zio, and I am a marketing strategist. I'm a Facebook ads expert, and I help online brands that are in that mode where they're trying to scale. They're really trying to head for that seven figures. I help them by letting them know how to make more money, how to gain their time back, and how to increase their visibility using Facebook and Instagram ads. I also host the Roadmap to One Million podcast, where every week. I'm talking about the tips, the strategies, and all of the things that you need to know coming from the looking behind the lens of big brands and successful companies and telling you how you can create that kind of success in your business. So today, I we are just going to have a conversation. This is not, we don't have no questions. It is not scripted. No. And we literally have been talking about what we're going to talk about for the last like hour. And we were like, we need to go ahead and record this because this is gold. <laughs> we had a whole episode before the episode. Literally, literally. Because I think like you were saying, like people do think that marketing and websites are different. And I think it's because 
Like, I remember when I was starting out in marketing, I've been doing, in marketing for 11 years, and it very much was very siloed. It was like, you had a website, you, well, I mean, like, if you had your website, and you had, you had your team, your developer team was the only people that could touch the website. Yes. Then you had your marketing team focused on all these other things. But now, as we've come into a world where everything is so interconnected, everything is online, everything's digital, it's getting just so much more important to make sure that the way that you're showing up online is aligned with your brand, is aligned with you know who you're trying to attract and making sure that you have that messaging infused into that space because not only do we want to capture traffic, whether you're running ads or any kind of marketing, we want to capture traffic, we want to attract people, but we want to get them into our marketing ecosystem and our websites are a foundational piece of that and I think we don't talk about that enough. We do not. Um, I love working with people with teams because when you have a team, you realize and you have that understanding that these things are not separate. Yeah. Your brand, it isn't separate. If your brand does not align with what your website says, then how you're showing up on social media and how you're showing up on your website, if they are not aligned, if they're not merged together, you end up what I like calling catfishing. <laughs> your catfishing clients. And yeah. they have this idea of you're this person because this is who you show up on social media and you show up as, let's say, this luxury this luxury coach. Mm -hmm. And then they get to your website and it's not giving luxury. Yeah, yeah. So are you, are you who you really say you are? And that does help with your marketing or it does hinder your marketing when that website does not align with all the things. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about what are some mistakes that people make when it comes to their website. And particularly, like, because I know my audience from my podcast, and I'm sure your your audience as well, these are business owners that are not just getting started out. So no. we're not just getting a couple hits to our website, you know, a week. Like, they're actually actively scaling and actively trying to be more visible and get a lot more people into their marketing ecosystem. So what are some mistakes that people make on that journey to scaling their marketing when it comes to their website? When it comes to the website, some big common mistakes are copy. Mm, yeah. And I know I like to say people don't like to read, but there are some people that do like to read. Mm -hmm. And your copy has to keep them on the page. Your copy also helps with your SEO. Yeah. You have to have those keywords. What do you want to be known for? If you want to be known for the black women's business coach, then somewhere in that copy it needs to be in there so you can it helps with that visibility. Another thing that people often make mistakes on are your photos. Mm. Photos yeah. are a big thing. People are visual. Mm -hmm. People are visual, and they like to see things that look good. And your photos ha help to convey your messaging even more. It's like your copy, your photos, your marketing. It's that interconnected. Yeah. So they all – your photos are – that's just a place where people often fall short. Because mm -hmm. they don't choose the correct photos or the right photographer to take their photos. And then lastly, I would say, is not – building your website for your cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Most of your, I want to say it was like 58% and that number is changing of all website visitors are using their mobile devices. So if you're getting your website built for, let's say, your laptop or your tablet, most people aren't using their laptop. Mm -hmm. Most people are using their cell phone. And with what you do with Facebook ads, people are coming from Facebook, mm -hmm. from their cell phone. I don't like being on Facebook on my computer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I rarely ever get on Facebook on my computer. To be honest, it's always me jumping into the app and kind of, you know, looking around. And that's something that I think, like, that's so key that you were saying, that a lot of people are coming to your site and they're coming on mobile. And if you think about what people are doing on mobile, right, people are at the grocery store, they're, you know, checking out of work for a little bit, mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're doing all these different things. We're on the go, we're moving around. And so if you have a website that's not 
easy for people to one go look at view on on mobile right like i should be able to get the same kind of experience on mobile that i or get the same information i should say on mobile that i am on desktop um but then i also should be able to really kind of be able to like use the use my use my phone to actually kind of like navigate your site so i should be able to scroll around your website i should be able to see your beautiful photos i should be able to read the copy but i should also be able to see like you know bullet points like making sure that you're accounting for people who are quickly kind of scrolling through your site and they want to get the information and then they want to go ahead and get and sign up for your lead magnet or mm-hmm. get book a call with you or whatever it is that you want them to do um, but keeping those things in mind i think is really really important when you're thinking about your website and how you're showing up because again it is foundational like when you're running ads the goal i always tell people the goal is not to keep people on the platform when we're running ads the goal is to get people off the platform to get people into your marketing ecosystem to your websites into your landing pages and those kinds of things and if they're not compelling and if they're not built for somebody who's going to be looking at your site for a couple seconds because they're in the doctor you know waiting for their kid to finish you know to get to get checked out right like if you're if you're not make, creating those kinds of experiences for people to be able to easily get on your lead, easily get on your email list or easily get into your world from their phone, then you're really missing out on a large amount of people who are going to be visiting your site. Yes, and when you when you mentioned user experience, each page should also have like what is your goal for that page? Is your goal for your home pages to get them to your email email list? What is that goal for that particular page? And that is a mistake that people make. They they think they need a website because somebody told them that they need one, mm-hmm. but they never created it around a goal. Like, what is my goal for this site? And the longer you get people off the let's say Facebook, the longer you get people off Facebook and into your site and being engaged, that increases your visibility. Yeah. It increases your SEO. Yeah. If people are just on there clicking around and leaving, then you're going to fall further and further down in Google rankings. Are you a CEO with an amazing one-to-many offer who's tired of creating endless amounts of content that is not helping you hit your high revenue goals? Well, look no further than Maximize with Ads. Maximize with Ads is designed to help you exponentially increase your sales, rapidly grow your visibility, and gain your time back by leveraging the power of Facebook and Instagram ads. From developing a a scalable Facebook ad strategy, to setting up your tech, to targeting the right audiences, and creating irresistible ads, we've got you covered. Plus, our private support community is always available to answer your questions and provide personalized feedback. If you're ready to stop spending all your valuable CEO time creating endless amounts of content and start executing a leveraged strategy that allows you to travel the world, pay for private school, or start living the life you started your business to live in the first place, then head over to MaximizeWithAds.com to enroll. Visit MaximizeWithAds.com to learn more and get started today. All right, let's jump back into the episode. Yeah, and I think like, you know, there's a lot of people who build their businesses on Instagram or on Facebook mm-hmm. and don't take into account that you don't own this platform. Oh, no, you don't. Like, we don't own... Facebook can... Like, I had a... I remember I had a brand that... Like, we Fortunately, we had a website... And, but we were on social and we were posting it was about, it was about cannabis. I used to have a podcast called High on Self-Care and it was all about cannabis for, for self-care. And one day I remember I went to go log into my Instagram page and it was gone. And it was like, literally like, it, I was like, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Right, what do I do? What do I, and my thing is like, I am like, at the time I was working at Zappos. And so I reached out directly to Facebook, to my Facebook reps. I said, look now, y'all, look, somebody restore this page and get me back. Like, I got the inside plug at Facebook, and I still couldn't get my page back. Yeah. And so we don't, So there was a lesson for me to understand that, like, even though 
social media is a big part of our businesses and a big part of us showing up. We have to understand that we do not own these platforms. And if you're building your business primarily on social, then you're not giving yourself the ability to reach people who are coming through SEO, reach people who are coming from different places. Um, You're relying on the algorithm to determine who sees your content. And y'all know I talk about um, that organic reach has dropped tremendously. Like 43, Instagram's organic reach has dropped 43% over the last couple of years. Facebook is about one in 19 of your Facebook friends are actually seeing your posts. People are seeing the same content over and over and over again. So it's harder and harder to build a business primarily on a social platform. And so I always tell people, make sure that you have a website. Make sure you have somewhere that you're sending people to. And my goal with my social platforms organically especially is to get people off the is to get people on off the platform and get them into my yes. in my in my email list. I want you to go to my site, I want you to check out what I'm doing, see who I am and get onto my email list because that is where I make my money. And I was even looking at my Google Analytics recently. And if you don't have Google Analytics you don't have Google Analytics installed, please get in please install it. Because I literally am a Google Analytics fiend. Yes. I love data because I and, and it helps me to understand you know, what's working and what's not working in my business. Mm-hmm. And so I'm using Google Analytics 4. So if you haven't switched over to Google Analytics 4, make sure you do that. You've got a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, yeah, they're, they're, they've said that, like, you need to switch over by July 1st. And if you don't, then your dad, they're going to stop calculating that kind of data. Yes. But I was looking at it, and I saw that for my last launch, it said that 60% of my revenue came from my email list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That was a great data point for me yes. to know that the emails that I was sending out are working, that, you know, I need to make sure that I'm doing a lot more email because if that's where 60% of the revenue is coming from, I need to focus on email. And so I'm like, my goal and my focus for this next quarter is to get people on my email list and sell my, and sell on my email list. Yes. Like using Facebook ads to get people onto my email list, I have new lead magnets and stuff that are out and all kinds of stuff. Um, and so that really, like when you have that kind of data, it helps you to make those kind of decisions that will take your business to the next yes. level. And I think it will help you make those decisions on what marketing tool. Like you said, your email list is working. Now, is there other marketing tools that are working? I like to tell people to leverage those network too. Have your, let's say you do some marketing for me. And I mm-hmm. I did marketing with Stacey. Now, when I have her link on my website, that's another way to get somebody to your yeah, website. Yeah. I've had clients that, I look at my dad, I love Google Analytics too. And I've had clients that because I put their website on mine, when people are looking up DEI websites, mm-hmm. their name is popping up yeah. from my site. Yeah. And people will automatically go to theirs. So you're seeing traffic. I'm looking at their traffic. I'm like, oh, you got traffic from my site. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you get to see where, where are people coming from? Are these collaborations even working? Yeah. Is it worth joining a certain social group? Mm-hmm. that has your link on it it's not driving you any traffic you yeah. may be paying for that spot yeah so it helps you make those decisions when you use your website as a hub not as something that's in a silo that's pretty and that it's just out there yeah yeah I agree I think that people definitely kind of like I think people put up a website they're like okay I got my website done it's cool and then that's just it right yes. they don't actually think about how do I improve my website because I always tell people you know it's if you're running ads particularly, right, say you're running ads to a quiz and your quiz is, you know, your your opt-in page is converting at like 20%. If you can increase your opt-in rate from 20% to 30%, you don't need to spend more money in ads, right? Because you're, you're capturing more traffic. And so it is very much about what's happening on Facebook, yes, but it's also about what's happening on your website and what's happening on those landing pages. And when you make those kind of optimizations, then you start to realize that you're actually growing your business more incrementally. Like you're making incremental improvements. When I was at Zappos, that was the first time I'd really heard 
scale and incremental when it came to marketing because mm-hmm. I just was like, what do you mean we want to make incremental in, in, incremental improvements? And then I had to realize, like, yeah, like if I increase my conversion rate, if I could increase the people who the amount of people who purchase by ten percent over you know over time, that adds up. It does. That really adds up. You stop to you you start to plug those kind of leaks in your funnel. And you start to get more people to get through your customer journey, more people to see your sales pages. And so when you tighten those kinds of things up, you know, you really can start to make a lot more money. So what are some of those things that people can do when they think about, like, if I have a website and I'm thinking about, okay, like, I want to take a look at my website to see how I can make it better so I can make sure that more people are completing the journey. What are some tips that you give your clients or that you put into the the sites that you build um, that helps people to, you know, get more people to to, to the end destination of making that purchase? So what I tell my clients, I always tell them there's three factors of visibility. It's SEO alone ain't going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Please say that again. SEO Please say that again for all the SEO people out there because let me tell you, SEO is a is a great strategy. It's a long-term strategy. It and is. I tell people it's important, but it's, it, it's a long-term strategy. And it ain't going to get you there long. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> so I always tell them SEO, making those blog posts, making those things that get people to your site, making those podcasts that get people to your site. If you have a podcast, you should have a page on your website that has your podcast mm-hmm. stuff on it because yeah. that also helps with your traffic and your visibility. Also tell them that another to leverage your network. Leverage your network. You got friends. You got people. You got you got business besties. Leverage your network because if they, the more they talk about you, the more visibility that you're going to mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. And then I tell them leverage, leverage social media, yes. And we felt like we, we hit on this a lot, but you can use social media to get people to the hub, but you need to leverage it in a way. Don't just jump on all the apps. Like, I yeah. know we've talked about threads. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate threads, y'all. I am not a fan. I'm not a, a, the only thing that I like about threads as, as the recording of this is, is that You'll eventually I already know they're gonna open it up for ads. Yes. I already know. So y'all know that's I'm, that's where I'm gonna be jumping. I'm like, oh, we can run ads on three platforms instead of two this time. So that but threads is like, but I'm a Twitter user. That's my thing. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a Twitter person. And I can get into Twitter, but yeah. threads. Let's say I'm just using threads as, as an example. If your sole purpose for social media is to be is to run your business and to make those business connections, then you need to make the connections on the right platforms because mm-hmm. yes. everybody customer not necessarily on every platform yeah for me most of my customers are on linkedin am i good at linkedin i'm not good at linkedin anybody <laughs> i don't even like linkedin <laughs> but i am focusing my time on linkedin because mm-hmm. that's where the people are so you need to make your business and your website less about you and yeah. more about the people that you're trying to serve and those are some things I always tell my clients. If you're trying to get people through the funnel and if you want to see if they're making it from point A to point B, one, Google Analytics. Another one that I love is Hotjar, which shows you where people are. They give, give you recordings. Where are people putting their mouths? Ooh, that's what I want to know. That's, I'm going to add that to my yeah. list. Hotjar. Like, where are people, like, where are people clicking? Because I have, like, you know, multiple links on my site. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I want to know, like, where are people spending most of their time? Like, if they're looking mostly at a certain headline, like, can I improve that? Yes. Yeah. And Hotjar will definitely show you that. They give you heat maps. They give you recordings. And they'll tell you that at this recording, it looked like this person was frustrated. They were sick of whatever you was doing on this page. They were sick oh, of see, it. I and they was aggravating. I think they call it like aggravating clicking or something crazy. Mm-hmm. But you need to use those tools. Use those, integrate those things on your website so you have those tools to know. Even though you think it's great, maybe your customer don't think it's great. Just because I think it's great, your customer right. might not think it's yeah. great. 
And that's why your websites are not a one and done thing. Yeah. It is a ongoing process, just like with anything in business, just like with marketing. You're going to have to figure out what exactly is working. We can have the baseline of what best practices is, but people evolve every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your customer evolves. Like I was talking to, I was uh, talking to someone earlier, and we had talked about you know how. When I started my business, I was offering done-for-you services where it was an ad agency, and I went and hired somebody to do my website and all of that. Mm-hmm. And now, literally a year later, probably not even a, a little less than a year later, I'm com- my business is completely different. My customer is completely different. My customers are more, they're looking for the DIY. They're looking for the courses. They're not looking for the done-for-you services. Mm-hmm. So I had to adapt and evolve my website to be able to showcase to people that to talk to those people who are the who are the DIYers, right? Because the done for you services, they want something very specific. They're like, I don't want to do anything, I don't want to touch it. But the people who want to DIY and want to buy a course, they have to learn about me. They have to learn more about you know, can I feel feel like that they can do this, right? Like you know, can they actually get results themselves? Mm-hmm. So the, it, it's a change in language and a change in messaging, and you have to make sure that your landing pages and all that kind of stuff evolve, even when you're thinking about creating new lead magnets and creating new things for your for your site like you want to make sure that the things that you're creating are actually yielding results and so like you were saying google analytics and hotjar all those kinds of things help you to see that and when you're thinking about your facebook ads you're looking to make sure that not only are you attracting the right people on facebook but they're actually going to the landing page and taking the desired action that you want them to take like they're not you know going to a different page or exploring around your website and then forgetting to sign up for your email list because they got distracted because they dog knocked something over yes. and now you know they're not thinking about like are you got too many options literally you on your website do. like <laughs> you're not guiding people down an actual journey with your website you're just post you just it's a free for all for all your stuff and that's not the way that we want to do this, right? We want to make sure that we're sending people in a specific, um, you know, on a specific journey with the end goal being to actually buy something from you or to book a call or whatever that end goal is for you. So when you do ads, and I know you're talking about this specific journey, what are some myths that people think about when they're getting into Facebook ads? One of the myths that I definitely see when it comes to Facebook ads is that people think that ads are going to save their business. They think that it's going if you're not making any sales, if you're not making, you know, any sales that it's really going to be able to that more traffic is the answer. And a lot of times more traffic is not the answer. A lot of times it's taking a look at the customer journey that you have set that you have set up and making sure that it actually does move people towards the sale. So that includes your website, that includes your landing pages and whatever, you know, wherever you're sending people, whether that's a piece of content, like you have a blog or a podcast episode that you're using to send people to, but it's not optimized to actually get people closer to the sale. It's just a piece of content where people can read it, they take a look or they visit your site, they look at it and then they go and they get distracted and do all these other things. But if you really start to think about like the goal of Facebook ads, the real, the real um, beauty behind Facebook ads is being able to get a to get something that's working in front of a lot more people, mm-hmm. and so I would say I challenge people to think about like what is that journey that people need to go on before they buy from you. If you think about your best clients, how did they like what kind of interactions do they have to have with you? And so, for example, for me, a lot of people like when I speak, I get a lot of leads, I get a lot of clients, um, and so my podcast drives business. 
um, when I, you know, when I speak in people's communities and those kinds of things. But what I had to realize is that if I'm starting to shift from selling a from more like a one-on-one kind of um, basis to a one-to-many kind of, um, you know, uh, strategy. I need to make sure that I have a customer journey set up, you know, to, to actually move people to the sale. So I needed to make sure that I had a landing page that I can send people to. I needed to make sure that that landing page is optimized so that the people can actually get on the email list. Um, making sure that people actually know to go and confirm their emails. Making sure that people actually go and actually watch the webinar. That's one of the things I can see in Google Analytics is like, I'm sending people to like watch my webinar, but are people actually watching it? Are they actually finishing the video? Are they dropping off after 15 minutes? So then that's a data point to me that says like, oh, well, I need to make my webinar shorter. If 90% of my traffic is dropping off after 15 yeah. minutes, I need to make my webinar 14 minutes. You know, and so these are kinds of things that you that people don't think about when it comes to Facebook ads. People think that they can just turn on ads and it's like turning on an ATM, right? It's like putting your card into an ATM and money's just going to come out. But if you don't got no money in there, ain't nothing coming out. <laughs> so you really need to start to think. I think so that's one of the myths, I, the biggest things I see is people don't have that, you know, people think that they don't need to define that customer journey. They really just think that they can turn on ads get a bunch of traffic somewhere, and then they would just somehow magically end up buying from them. But that's just not the case. You really have to take into account each piece of your funnel and each piece of that customer journey so that way you can move people, you can give people the information that they need to make the right, to make a purchasing decision from you. Yeah. And all traffic ain't good traffic. Yeah. <laughs> right, because it's not about, you know, it's not about saying I have 3,000 people on my email list mm -hmm. if nobody's buying from you. And that's the yes. same with anything. It's not about saying I got 3,000 people in my Facebook group. If nobody's buying from you, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You could have a group or a, a, an email list with 100 people on there, and you could be making money from that because you're really make sure you got the right people on there. Mm -hmm. People are really actively engaged with you, and they actually need the solution that you offer. Um, but so it's not about saying, like, you know, I just got all this traffic to my site. It's about figuring out, like, how did I actually capture a percentage of that traffic and get them into to take the next step, which is usually, and what I recommend is getting onto your email list because you own your email list. You can email them as much as many times as you like. And as I mentioned earlier, I saw that the numbers in my, you know, for my Google Analytics told me that 60% of my revenue for my last launch came from my email list. And so for me, that's definitely that data point that like, okay, I need to make sure that the ads that I'm running are getting people on my email yes. list. Getting the right people, yes, because there's a component of, of that as well, but making sure that I'm using the channels that are bringing the most money to my business. And when you look into your Google Analytics, when you work with you know experts like us who actually know this stuff, because um, we're both marketers and we know how to look at marketing numbers and that, what it means, when you work with people like that, then you start to really be able to, you know, take what you're doing and stop. You know, one, you take the emotion, emotion out of it, and you really start to rely on data. But you start to be able to, you know, make sure that your resources are going, are, are pointed towards exactly what is bringing money into your business, and not threads or TikTok or the latest trend <laughs> yes. that people are jumping on. You know, because they're like, so like, make sure you're monitoring what's what's happening there. Like, I remember when everybody jumped on Clubhouse and people. Some people jumped on Clubhouse and made a lot of money. They sure did. And I that's great. And if that's the kind of business that you have, like you're someone who's able to like jump onto something, jump onto a trend, get in there, you know, be impactful and get what get your money out and cool. But 
I find that sometimes like a lot of my clients are not trend chasers. They're not yeah. the ones that's going to be the first person that jumps on a platform. They're the ones that's like, okay, I'm trying to make sure that my that I do Facebook as well as I can. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, my my blog content that I'm creating is getting as much traffic as possible. I'm making sure that my podcast episodes are growing and getting more listeners because that's where their money is coming from and they're more long-term strategies that they're really focusing on. Yes. Long-term strategy. So, mm-hmm. I think that both marketing and websites are long-term strategies. Mm-hmm. They are not something that you can throw the money at, that you can fly by the city of your pants mm-hmm. and hope that it works. There's a lot of work that goes into both. And whether you want to DIY it or you want to hire an expert, you need to be aware that you're going to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. we don't have the magic pill. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook ads are definitely not the magic pill. I tell people, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and try to sell you that this is something that you're going to turn on and overnight you're just going to, you know, rain money. Yeah. Right? Because it's, because what I teach is I teach good marketing through the medium of ads. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not doing, if you don't have good marketing in place, yeah. then you're not going to be able to scale your business. Same. And as you, like, what got you to six figures is not going to get you to seven figures. Like that, you know, you can hustle your way to six figures. You can even hustle your way to multi six figures mm-hmm. but if you want to get to a million dollars and because I've worked behind you know million dollar brands eight figure brands nine figure brands and so what they have in place are mechanisms and automations and systems that help to move people to the sale at scale because yes. that's what we're talking about here we're not talking about you know getting an extra one or two customers uh, you know a month it's about figuring out like how do I go from getting a hundred hits on my website a week to a thousand hits on my website a week yes. to two thousand to five thousand to ten thousand hits on your website a week and you, if you're focusing on one-to-one kind of selling, you're not you're leaving a lot of money on the table because you're not going to be able to capture all these people if you don't have your website optimized, your funnel set up, mm-hmm. um, and you have a way for taking the masses and filtering them down into the people who really, really want the offer. <laughs> Should we drop it right there? I think so. But that was that was good. That was deep. I really. I think they got a lot of jewels, a lot yes. of gems. They got, got some myths. They got some myths busted. Mm-hmm. They web. They know their website is more than just something pretty. I love a nice looking website, mm-hmm. but if it ain't working for you, maybe it's time to ugly it up. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Sure. Maybe it's time. You just got to get people from point A to point B. And if you're not doing that, then your web you wasted your money. If yeah. your website yeah. is not getting people from point A to point B, you wasted your money. If you spent because websites are expensive when you get them. Um, custom made, you wasted your money. And I hate, I will always be an advocate, and I was telling you this earlier, Stacey, of if you are a brand new business owner, do not spend your money on a custom made website. Mm-hmm. Don't said, do same it. Same thing about ads. You should not be jumping in ads if you just started. Don't do it, because by the time you get it, figure out what's working, you done shifting and change it to who you are anyway as a business owner. Literally. And now you gotta get redone. Literally. I have a literal, <laughs> that's literally what happened to me. I paid somebody, did my website, she did a great job, but then my business evolved and changed and shifted and it's like, okay, and I needed, you know, a different platform. I'm on WordPress. I was on Show It before, which I hate Show It, but now I'm a Word, you know, I love WordPress and I've always been a WordPress user. Um, and so, you know, those kinds of things really matter. Like you need to be able to update your website and kind of evolve as you evolve. Yes. And so if you're using some of these platforms that kind of pigeonhole you into, you know, they're how yes. they do things and you don't get Say the flexibility you know I, lo- I know a lot of people are scared of wordpress but it's like i love wordpress yes. <laughs> to be honest like wordpress squarespace they're all pretty good platforms um so really just I, I think you know one of the things i would love for people to at least for my podcast i would love for you to tell people 
how they can work with you, if you have any like freebies or anything that they can download to learn more about you and to kind of get into your marketing ecosystem, visit your site and see how things definitely should be going. So there's a couple ways you can work with me. I am hosting a, well, it depends on when we launch this, but I host every quarter a 21-day website visibility challenge. It will help you get visible in your website. Now, once again, you are going to have to do the work. <laughs> you are like, if you build it, they will not come. Don't. Yes. <laughs> that's not what's going to happen. But I will show you ways to leverage those, leverage your website, and to get in front of the right people. You can always reach out to me on fiercefied.agency. That's f i e r c e i f i e d dot agency, and visit me there. Always listen to my podcast, more than a brand podcast, and I am on link. I'm on. I'm on Facebook. But I'm, I'm only I'm supposed to be on LinkedIn now. So <laughs> go find me on LinkedIn, Lindsay yeah. Tramel Jones, and please let my audience know how they can find you and reach out to you. Yes, y'all. So you could definitely connect with me by listening to my podcast called Roadmap to One Million. Um, it comes out every week. We have guest episodes. We also have a lot of solo episodes where we just talk. And honestly, this past few weeks, if you go back into the list of the last few episodes. We talked all about marketing funnels and why they're important and how to really kind of set up a marketing funnel for your business. Even if you're making, because I've I, you know, come across people who are making $500,000 that don't have a funnel set up. Like, mm-hmm. So you can absolutely make your way to half a million dollars without a funnel set up. But if you are finding yourself getting a little stuck, that's what that series is for. Is that like if you're trying to get to that next level and it's, it's taking more manual labor than you want, that's what that series is for. So definitely head over to my podcast, Roadmap to One Million. You can also download my Streamline and Scale series. I actually just recently come, put out a the Ultimate Marketing Playbook for online brands that are scaling and trying to hit that six-figure mark. And it talks about lead generation and you know it talks about long-term lucrative strategies is really what I focused on there because a lot of times we see all these different trends, we see all these different channels popping up, we see all these different things that we have going on. We're you know trying to keep up with the, with social's algorithm and the changes and reels and all the things. But what do you really need to focus on to make a core staple into in these inter, in, in these interwebs for your business? Like focusing on paid advertising, focusing on you know making sure your content is on point, focusing on making sure that you're getting in front of other people's audiences. So different kinds of things that you can do that are long-term scalable strategies and that are lucrative for your business. So if you want to check that out, you go to stacyzeal.co slash streamline, and that's S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L dot C-O slash streamline. And you'll be able to grab that ultimate marketing audio playbook and listen to that. And there's a workbook that comes with it so you can really start to figure out what are the things that you can do to put an implement in your business that will actually take you from that six-figure mark all the way to sailing past seven. Awesome. Well, thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Let us know what you think about the episode. Come find us on Instagram um, and Facebook and LinkedIn and all the places. I'm at stacyzeal.co on all the... All the different platforms you can find me on on, on Facebook as well. Um, so yeah, and yeah, it was. I'm on link. I'm on um, Instagram at lindsay.fishify, and you can find me Lindsay Tremel Jones. It's only one of me <laughs> on Facebook. Unique. Unique. It's only one of me. You can find me on Facebook, and I'm glad we did this thing. Yes, I'm so glad we did this too. I hope y'all love this. So let us know what y'all thought about it. Um, it was definitely an off the cuff kind of conversation, but I definitely hope that you took a lot of value from understanding how ads and your website really do play together. And so you want to make sure that 
if you are considering ads or you are running ads, a big piece of that is your website and your customer journey and what you're, what you're, how you're actually selling things to people. Um, and so definitely make sure that y'all let us know what, what you thought about the episode or what you got out of it. And make sure you subscribe to both of our podcasts. Oh, and one mm-hmm. last thing. If you do have a team, make sure that the different people on your team are talking to one another. Yes. So if you have a marketing person and if you have a web developer on your team, the two should be working hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So that's Definitely. my last nugget. For yeah, <laughs> and that's a great place to drop the mic. Definitely. All right, y'all. We will see y'all on the next episode. OMG, the episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.